Hello everybody, Colin Cook here, and How It Happens, a broadcast on the good news of the gospel as described in the book of Romans. It's good to be back. Thank you for your patience. You might say, well, uh, you didn't leave. We've been listening all the time. Well, the fact is you've been listening to uh, repeats uh, because I had a major a computer crash in my uh, studio, home studio here. Uh, we lost all the files. We had to call in a, a data recovery uh, company to retrieve files, had to buy a new computer, new software, and then, of course, go through all of the rigmarole of uh, learning the uh, uh, new uh, data. So it was uh, quite a challenge. So it's nice to be live with you again. But by live, of course, I don't really mean live. Uh, we brought, we, uh, I, I, um, uh, record the program in the morning and you listen to it in the evening or perhaps you listen to it an hour or two after my broadcasting uh, on uh, SoundCloud or, or Podbean. But anyway, thank you for being patient and thank you for being willing to listen to all the repeats. And uh, the last one, let's see, was uh, 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 somewhere in the eighth chapter of the Book of Romans towards the beginning of the uh, chapter. But uh, for my own sake, if you don't mind, we'll start again at chapter 8, verse 1, because I have to do a bit of catch-up myself and get into the swing of things. So we're looking at Romans chapter 8, and let's say a few things about it before we do go into a bit of detail. Romans chapter 8 is just a glorious passage of life and resurrection in Jesus Christ. It's full of promises and uh, full of good news, well, as all the chapters are. But there are certain things in it that make you feel a little bit threatened unless you understand how Paul is coming across. I mean, he uh, talks about the threat of death, you know, and... um, uh, that uh, to live in the flesh is death. And if you look at that without your faith eyes, it sounds like a threat, as I say. Unless we understand that he's explaining things from a faith position, that this is what the fallen human nature does. It's automatic, but this is how we live by faith. That's how we need to see it. These are faith statements that help us to understand. Another thing to make uh, to observe is this. Romans 8 is not a higher life than Romans 7. Now, some people think, you see, that, well, the law, uh, Paul talks all about the law and being dead to the law and not being able to obey the law in chapter 7, but then comes chapter 8 when we're all, uh, we've all finally become victorious. And I remember uh, a Christian lady saying to me uh, one day, I hope to be able to live in Romans 8 sometime. In other words, I hope to be able to get to Romans 8 in my Christian experience. No, that is a quite a misunderstanding of the chapter, because the truth is, we are in Romans 8 by faith in Jesus Christ, as just we are in Romans 7. In Romans 7, we struggle. Uh, in it, That's the part of our life where we are in conflict with um, sin and our uh, disobedience and the law of God, which without faith in Jesus condemns us. But then we are also in Romans 8 because there is no condemnation 
because Christ has taken away the condemnation of that law. And so you see Romans 7 and Romans 8 are looking at the same human, Christian human experience from two points of view, from two sides. And that, you will note, is why Paul says there is therefore now no condemnation. Now, you've always heard me say this. What is the therefore there for? Paul is drawing a conclusion. But this is the beginning of a chapter. How can he be drawing a conclusion at the beginning of a chapter? Well, the conclusion is chapter, uh, a conclusion about chapter 7. Let's be careful always not to divide the scriptures up by their chapters. That's a handy thing, uh, the chapter headings, so that we know where we are in the Bible. But there were no chapter headings in the original language. There were no chapter divisions, I should say. So when Paul says, there is therefore now no condemnation, he's concluding what he's talked about in chapter 7. So what has he talked about in chapter 7? Well, towards the end of the chapter, he says, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord, so that with my mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. In other words, my body is constantly under condemnation uh, before the law. It always wants things that the law doesn't allow. Uh, It has lusts and desires in it that are contrary to God's law. And uh, that brings us into a state of condemnation. But what does the scripture say? What does the gospel say? Jesus Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. That is, it has taken away the judgment of the law of of sin and death. I am, as it were, counted as if I were dead to the law, dead to its um, condemnation, dead to its uh, demands for righteousness uh, by by law. This is why Paul says in chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. What is it to be in Christ Jesus? It's to have faith in him, to have faith that he is my salvation in that he died as a judgment for my sins and that he rose again as a justification, that is to declare me innocent in his resurrected life. His resurrection is as if it were mine and I am counted as alive in him. And therefore, there's no condemnation. Well, now, (laughs) that creates a problem, doesn't it? Why? Because we feel judgment. We feel condemnation on a regular basis. It's just automatic. Things go wrong on a daily basis, and we sense, oh, this is because God is not approving of my life, or God is punishing me, or I did something wrong yesterday, or this and that. And the the mind has this constant tendency to bring judgment upon itself. And this is not because the mind is deluded. The mind actually is right. There, There is judgment. But we are released from that judgment by Jesus Christ and by faith in him. So this implies that there is a conflict between the mind 
and faith in Jesus Christ. Now, think of that for a minute, because Christians regularly do not feel comfortable with that conflict. They think to themselves, that, why, why am I so conflicted? Why, why do I feel guilt when I should be feeling joy? And uh, uh, they uh, are attempting to believe that they are in Christ, and yet the condemnation of the law is uh, dragging them back. Well, it's time to understand that that conflict is normal, because it is the existence of faith in the presence of a broken-down humanity. And therefore, we shouldn't be surprised by it. We may feel gloomy, we may feel depressed, we may feel condemned, we may feel abandoned by God, we may feel that nothing is working out for us and therefore we are under God's judgment and punishment. And faith says, I will not accept that, because by faith in Jesus Christ... I am without condemnation. Now, when you affirm this kind of faith in Christ, you begin to feel, or at least for a period of time, you feel as though you're blaspheming. You feel as though you're in denial. You feel as though you're contradicting the conviction of your conscience. And your conscience is telling you, you are wrong. And faith is saying, no, I'm counted as right. So, what about this conscience, then? Well, I remind you of that verse in 1 John chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. My little children, let us not love in word only, or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and knows all things. Now, isn't that an interesting verse? That's verse 20 of 1 John 3. And of course, John is using the word heart there for conscience, because it's the conscience that condemns. And so he says, if our conscience condemns us, God is greater than our conscience and knows all. What does God know that we forget? He knows that Christ is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And he wants us to know that by faith, so that our conscience does not overwhelm us. Because there will always be, in the memory of our conscience, historic moments where we remember our sins. And right up to the present, in fact. And the mind of faith can say, but my God knows something that I often forget, that Christ is my righteousness, that Christ took the sacrifice for my sins, and that by him, therefore, I am freed from, from guilt and shame. So do you see, then, that when we say there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, that's Romans 8 verse 1, we're not saying things in a simplistic kind of way. We are setting up a resistance in our minds to an enormous force within us to bring us down. The force of guilt, the force of shame, the force of fear, the force of depression, the force of isolation, loneliness, the force of feeling abandoned by God, all of those forces 
that people very often take medical uh, medication for can be confronted by faith. And when we confront them by faith, then they lose their power. You can say, I know I feel condemned. I know I am guilty. But I thank God in Jesus Christ that I am freed from condemnation because of him. Well, you recall at the beginning of this program, I talked about the computer crash and the need to call in uh, the uh, um, company that does data recovery and the need to buy a new computer and uh, a new software and so on. And it cost quite a bit. It cost several thousand dollars, over two thousand dollars, in fact. The fact is I had to borrow uh, in order to get the computer. Uh, so if you would like to consider making, an, uh, making a donation to help me catch up and return that loan uh, for the uh, computer and the software, it would be so very much appreciated. Um, money did come in, but not enough to cover uh, the costs of uh, putting all this back together again. So if you'd like to make a donation, you can do so by sending your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. That's FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. I'm sorry about the website. It's very old, but you can be blessed by all the programs there that are uh, available to you, but we simply cannot access that uh, website. And so uh, it... uh, we we just can't update it, but we, you can make donations through that broadcast, uh, through that website. That's faithquestradio.com. Well, thanks so much for listening today, and I look forward to chatting with you next time. Cheerio then, and God bless.